Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host today, Ryan Treasure. And man, do we have a really cool show for all of you today. We're going to talk a little bit about fashion and what does that mean in the business world? Uh, I know every day when I wake up in the morning, I'm constantly going, well, how do I pick out what are uh, what are uh, professional looking outfits and things that make me uh, stand out from everybody? If you've ever been to a board meeting or ever been to a, a, a any kind of C-level executive meeting, you walk into a room and everybody's wearing a blue suit and brown shoes. Right. And it's like, how do you how do you differentiate yourself or show a little bit of stylistic components of who you are that separate you from those other people? And that's what we're going to talk about today. And we have a really, really cool guest, Danielle Furman. She's a color and style image expert, best selling author, 30 years of experience as a color, style and image expert and founder of Reflections of You, a full service image consulting company. Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. I'm going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, before we get too far down the road, I want to give a shout out to the sponsor of today's episode, Zapier. Zapier is the easiest way to automate your work, connecting all of your business software and handles the work for you so you can focus on things that matter most. No more wasting time on tasks that you could be automating because that's what Zapier was built to do. Right now through November, try Zapier for free by going to our special link, zapier.com slash frequency. And Danielle, I'm sure you know in business, right? It's like super important to be able to automate some of your systems and uh, Zapier allows you to do that. So maybe you can check out Zapier for your business. I definitely will. Thank you. Awesome. Well, as we get back on on track uh, for today's topic of fashion, color, and style, and uh, we're talking to image expert Danielle Furman. Danielle, you know, before we get too far down the road uh, on this particular episode, I want I want our listeners to kind of understand, you know, where you came from, where where you decided to step out of your comfort zone and become a style and image expert. How did you find your frequency? Well, it was probably over 30 years ago. And, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that will always try something new and look at new things. I mean, even now I still kind of do that, but I came across this particular um, career because I had my colors done myself and it made such a profound difference in the way that I felt about myself, the way people perceived me, the way people connected with me. It was really different than before I had had my colors done and I knew someday that I would want to go back to school and get trained and that someday was when I was going through a divorce. So I figured, you know, what better time to do something for myself than, than and at that time, so that's what I did. 
So when you say get your colors done, um, what, what does that mean in, in, in layman's terms for everybody else? Is that like a process that you go through is kind of picking out, you know, what types of colors maybe interact the best with your hair and eye color or skin tone or uh, kind of uh, explain that? Exactly. That's what it is. Um, I had seen some of my friends that went through this process and it really is a process um you sit in front of somebody and they pull swatches that match your hair skin and eye color and then they extend it out so that everything is in harmony with each other that's in harmony with you and so the colors that i received i actually when i do it i call it a color recipe because everybody's recipe is different it just it was so different than what I was wearing that when I started wearing some of the colors that I had never even thought about wearing, people reacted to me in such a different way. And I just felt really good about myself and felt a lot more confident. And it was just the process that set me on track to go back to school and and train. Oh, that's pretty cool. I. Uh I, for a long time would always just wear like gray slacks and a blue standard button up shirt. And I'm not a, I'm not a big, you know, wear a tie to work unless it's extremely important. Plus I live in Phoenix. It's hot here. So, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> wearing a tie and a suit all the time is just, you know, it's not, it's not applicable, applicable for, you know, most of the year. Um, but then one, one day I'm at Costco and I'm looking at the, the dress shirts there and I see this dress shirt that has like pink stripes in it. And I'm like, wow, that's not anything I've ever worn before, but I kind of like that shirt, so I bought it. And then I saw another one the same day that kind of had some purple in it, which I wore. And and I can definitely tell you when I wear something a little bit more outside of the standard traditional color palette to the office or to meetings or, um, you know, when I'm doing in-person interviews, I absolutely get uh, a whole different vibe from the person I'm speaking with. And a lot of times they'll even say, wow, that is a cool shirt or, or wow, that's great that you are, you know, you, you feel like you can wear pink and that's cool and that's okay. Uh, and, and I think that, I think that there's a big stigma especially among men about what colors you can and can't wear um, because of you know I don't know what that underlying connotation does subconsciously can you talk a little bit about that and how do we how do we get past that well I I mean I totally agree with you and one thing that you might want to notice too is when people say to you wow that looks really great are they saying that the color is really great or that it looks really great on you? Like the color really has you stand out as a person. It's just something to pay attention to because I notice that people will come up and say to you know somebody that might be standing next to me, wow, that is such a great color. But I have found that sometimes the colors that somebody's wearing may be a great color, but it may not be the greatest color on them. So just something to notice, not necessarily is it true, but it can be. But what I wanna say about, you know, color people stepping out of their comfort zone, it's just kind of like, I mean, this is a really good example. I had a client that is an attorney and an attorney normally, they've been told that you wear black, gray, navy, and those are like the three basic colors that you would wear into court. And this 
particular attorney, there was nothing about him that would look good in black, gray, or navy. Just his coloring just didn't support it. And so we were talking and he's like, I don't know if I can do this, if you know, if it's even applicable to go into court like this. But we changed like one of his neutral colors instead of being black, like a really dark olive green. And instead of doing like a, a gray shirt or a blue shirt, doing like kind of a tan, light tan shirt. And he went into court and not only did the judge notice him and the clerks noticed him, he won his case. And so, because what was happening is he was wearing his eye color and his skin tone, and it just had him to be more relatable. And, and when you're an attorney too, you want the jury to actually relate to you and not feel like there's invisible walls between you and them. So it's just a good example that everybody has their own form of black. It just could be a different color. It could be brown, it could be navy, it could be burgundy, it could be olive green, it could be you know, an eggplant color and can be black. It just depends on the person's coloring. Yeah, I was looking at some of your uh, your media information, and one thing that kind of popped out was talking about dressing your intention. And that eighty five to ninety percent of communication is nonverbal, and, and that's a hundred percent true, especially on first impressions. Right, you're you're just meeting a client for the first time. You're just meeting a you know a prospective client, or you're at a networking event and you're meeting a bunch of different people for the first time. Like I, I will, uh, I'll go on uh, industry panels and tech panels talking about podcasting and radio technology and all that kind of stuff, and I do purposely uh, make sure that my outfit is a little bit different than what my standard is. I have this red shirt that I like to wear with a gray suit um, and it's kind of a shiny red shirt and it's a pretty bold shirt. Um, But I notice that when I'm on stage and I'm doing the presentations, a lot of people seem to have a lot larger focus on me when I talk than when other people are speaking. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, those, those colors. I don't have red hair or anything like that, but red's like this power color, you know? So how do those colors and clothes communicate and, and how do you learn to dress with intention and create that visual impact? Uh, Like what, what process do you go through to figure out what your colors are? Well, I mean, I have been trained. I've, you know, spent years and years being trained in that, particular area. Color is like one of my favorite and I'm really, really great at it. I mean, the thing to know is that everybody has their own form of red. It can be a warm red, it can be a cool red. And so it's just being able to look at your undertones of your skin. And, you know, are you somebody that if you are good at that, understanding is your skin tone on a warmer side or a cooler side? Are, are your eye color, is it warmer or cooler? And the same with your head, hair. So it, when you're looking at the overall picture of somebody, that's kind of how you would choose like the warmer, cool colors. So um, with somebody that, let's say does have red hair, the, the most, the more likelihood is that they're gonna have a warmer red. And it could actually be even a deep coral, just depending on their skin tone. So it's interesting because really your coloring is based on your hair, skin, and eye color. And if you 
you know, can find colors in your eye color. That's that's a really great color to wear if you're meeting somebody for the first time because it creates trust, credibility, and connection when you're wearing your eye color. And the hair color, you know, if you have black hair, then you can wear black. But if you have like blonde hair, I know a lot of blondes love wearing black, but it's not always the best color because it can put invisible walls between you and the person that you're trying to communicate with. So the colors is, you know, it's important for business, but it's also important like for personal, even if you're going out on a date for the first time, what what colors would be the best colors to wear so that you can connect with the person that you're sitting across if that's important to you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's let's use me as a guinea pig as an example, okay. right? I'm I'm okay. I am I'm six foot one inches tall. Uh, I okay. have I have brown hair. I okay. have I have brown eyes. Uh, okay. My hair, though, I don't have any. So, like ninety percent of the time, my head is completely shaven. Right. Every okay. every once in a while, when I'm feeling bold, I'll actually get out the razor and actually go all the way down to the skin. Depending on well, not in the summertime; it's too hot for burn my head. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, in, in that case, and I don't really own a lot of brown. I don't you know, when I when I dress. Uh, I never even thought about that. So with 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 knowing that little bit of information, knowing that I have very short hair, I have brown hair and brown eyes. Where would I start as kind of just you know maybe picking out one or two new outfits that would help to uh, identify me as a person and make me stand out? Well, I mean, if you have brown eyes, if you can't see your brown hair, it's kind of hard to, (laughs) you know, choose a brown from that unless the brown is showing, then it's easier, obviously, to find a brown. And your eye color brown could be different than your hair color brown. So, yeah, that's true, and it and it um, is and it is. My my eyes are like a little bit lighter brown than my hair, which is a darker brown. Do you feel like they're more like a hazel brown, or do you feel like they're just a lighter brown, like a golden brown or a cooler brown? Yeah, no, they're kind of a like a lighter golden brown, not necessarily like a hazel. My daughter has hazel eyes, and uh, uh, like yeah, so definitely more on the brown side on the golden side so what I would do is like if you're going shopping then look for a brown that that matches your eye color okay and try it on and see how you feel I know that there's a lot of people out there that are really resistant to wearing brown even though it would be a great color on them I mean when I first had my colors done we didn't even look at the eye color, if you had brown, we didn't even look at brown as a color to wear. We were kind of looking at the lights of your eyes. So now, I mean, this like 15 years ago, um, we started building in wearing brown, like the true brown of your of your eye color. And so that for me, because I have brown eyes as well, and when I wear it, I just feel really good. And it's kind of a, it's a form of your neutral, but it's also a really great color to wear when you're meeting somebody for the first time. So you can look for a shirt in that color or a t-shirt, or maybe if you have to get a suit, look at getting a suit in your brown. And then you could, if you love that pink shirt, and you could wear a pink shirt or maybe even like a um, like a, a peach color shirt under it. Oh, and yeah. And it would look amazing. 
Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Don't give me any uh, ideas here. I'll go to Men's Warehouse later today, and I, I like to buy clothes. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, if you want to, you can send me a picture, and I'll say yay or nay. Oh, awesome. That? Oh, that's great. Um, you know, speaking of Men's Warehouse, I'm, I, there's kind of been a, a shift in, in clothing uh, over the over the last several years with a bunch of subscription clothing options popping up where you can, you know, subscribe for like $100 a month, and they'll send you like two new outfits with shoes and all all that kind of stuff. Um, what What is your take on that? Is that something that's good that people should be trying out or should we still be going to the big box retail stores and, you know, trying those clothes on in person? Uh, what, what's your take on that? Well, I mean, yes, I'm very aware of them. And the thing about it is that they're doing it just based on the information that you give them. And so if you're telling them that you want a black shirt or a black suit or you want a blue this or a green that but it doesn't relate to you then that's what they're going to send you they don't they're not really looking at you as a person to know exactly what you should be buying or purchasing and so i mean i have a client that is um, on stitch sticks and so she worked with me. And so now when she buys things, she'll ask me first what I think before she even um, orders them because she can return them. But there's so many things that she purchased and I just said, just send them back because they don't, they don't relate to you. They, they don't give you, uh, you know, doesn't have that full expression of who you are. And yeah, the it's like they, they send them. They claim to they claim to give you your own personal style expert, and then I've come to find out that that personal style expert is really just a questionnaire. <laughs> exactly, because I was actually looking at how could I support that com- well one of the companies, and um, it it's it would be a process for somebody like me to get into a place like that because. I've really been trained on looking at your body type and you know what are the best styles to wear for a certain body for both men and women. And so sometimes they'll just send you things because they think that that's because that's what's in style and you know it's what's out um, in the media right now and that kind of stuff drives me crazy because just because it's like out they're in so-called fashion or it's the seasonal thing to wear it doesn't mean that you can wear it yeah true true that that's for sure maybe danielle maybe you need to start your own subscription uh service for clothing that you actually provide the you know upfront color and style kind of uh design concept for the individual person right you're like hey you sign up for the service you send me a full body shot of yourself so i can see your body type your hair color all of that and then you can provide them a customized something uh to match with their subscription maybe there's a business there so true. I mean, I do do that with my clients. Like if they need to go shopping, they, you know, they'll tell me what they need and I just go shopping and I send them the links to it. And if they want to buy it, they can. So, I mean, I am doing it a little bit, but not quite to the extent that you're talking about, which would be a lot of fun, actually. 
Yeah, so uh, one of the other items too that I, I think was kind of interesting is you know how to lose ten pounds without losing weight, just kind of based off of the uh-huh. fit of your of your clothes and you know what does that impact? Because I know I know anytime you walk into a room with the, with a new new person that you're meeting, you you you're everybody's always a little self conscious about you know it, am I looking the right way today? Uh, is this going to go well? And you know people start getting into some um, you know like neuro linguistics and some of those things. With with their interactions, but none of those really, uh, really serve the nonverbal component and that losing 10 pounds without actually losing weight, you know, that simple kind of thing alone would make so many people just feel more amazing about how they look in those situations. Exactly. Well, one of them has to, I mean, obviously, it, I mean, to lose the 10 pounds without doing anything is just having your clothes altered so that they fit your body because there's so many shirts, like especially for men, like the Tommy Bahamas, the sleeves are so big and long sometimes for the person that it makes them look heavier. And if you get the, the, the sleeve altered, you lose the weight just like that. I had a client that, I mean, when I first met him, and this was somebody that's pretty famous he's been on tv and and things like that and when i saw him i was like shocked his clothes were so big on him it was like the shoulder was was below his shoulder the sleeves were like you barely saw his hand and the sleeves were just too wide and so we sat stood in front of a mirror and i adjusted just that part of it and he just went, oh, my God. I mean, and he probably lost more than 10 pounds in that particular case. But, I mean, even for women, too, it's like when you've got blouses that are too long, even if you only get the button moved over so that it hits at your wrist, it that does take away some of it. But you really want to have a shirt that fits you or a blouse that fits you. And you don't want it to be too tight across the chest either where it's pulling. It's that those little tweaks can make a huge difference. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, a good point there. I guess it's not so easy that it's like, oh, I want to look slimmer, so I'm just going to wear black. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's not that's kind of a fallacy, too, because everybody does have their own form of black. So if you wear your black, it it, it will you know, it helps a little bit, but you want something that is the right style for you and that fits your body. Because if it's too big or the style's not right, you're not gonna look good anyways. And you're gonna be pulling at your clothes and then you're uncomfortable and people will see that. Yeah, there's a lot of people nowadays that are, you know, making social media videos and YouTube videos and, you know, they're behind the camera for content marketing for their their business. And, you know, that that content based marketing thing is really big in business, especially across digital mediums. Does does the camera actually add 10 pounds or is it really more about how you present yourself and what you wear? I think the camera does add weight to you. And so if you're wearing something that really doesn't fit your body and doesn't look good on you, it's just going to accentuate the the parts that don't look good. But if you actually have something that looks really great on you, I mean, you know, if you look a little heavier, at least you still look good. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, by all means. I, I watch a ton of, uh, you know, social media videos and things for uh, people who are coaches and experts and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there seems to be a, a strange correlation between um, those experts who dress, you know, super snazzy and, you know, they, they really come across well on camera versus the other person who, yeah, they're both experts and they both have great information, but the presentation from one to the other is so much different because of the, the clothing that they wear uh, and how they present themselves on camera. I just feel like I gravitate towards the message of the person who is uh, in that top-notch, really good-looking space versus the other person who you can tell just, you know, threw a T-shirt on for their their morning Facebook video. Right, and that, you know, I just um, finished a book with four other people, and, um, you know, one of the things that I did talk about is that, you know, if you've got two experts and they're really both almost at the same level of expertise and maybe one just dresses really nice and the other one dresses okay not great and the one that dresses um, really nice may have a little less experience but people will still gravitate towards that person versus the one that may have more experience that doesn't you know present themselves well people are not going to do business with them as quickly it might take a little bit longer of a conversation for them to make the decision to work with that person versus the other one that's just really nice yeah that makes a lot of sense for sure uh, we're, we're talking to danielle Furman, color and style image expert and best-selling author you know uh, Danielle, one of the things that I think is troublesome when it comes to fashion for a lot of people is just the fact that, you know, going and retooling your wardrobe to, you know, give you those style points and get that attention that you're looking for. Uh, that stuff's expensive to really go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. What kind of uh, what kind of pointers would you give to somebody who wants to go and make those adjustments to their color and their style, but really wants to do that in a budget friendly kind of way? Well, I'm, I'm all about trying to save my clients money. And for me, when I am going, going through their closet and assessing and stuff, I will ask them, do you love this? Or do you not, you know, have you, when was the last time you wore this or something like that? But I'm not about like having to get rid of everything in your closet. It's about looking to see what you have in your closet that you can repurpose and then find something that will go with it so that you can wear it until you're ready to retire it. I am of the mindset that let's use what you have until you can afford to go out and get what you need, you know, what you would like to get or need to get. Sometimes, I mean, when you there, I've had clients that really don't have very much in their closet. So we'll go out and go get some key pieces for them so that they can start building their wardrobe. But I did have a client that had a couple of things that were really great on her. And um, she was ready to let go of some of the stuff. And we went out shopping. She had a budget. It wasn't that high. But we came back with so much stuff. And we came in under budget. And and she had all these different ways to inter, you know intermix her, her wardrobe. So it felt like she was wearing different outfits, but there's been so many times that I'll walk into somebody's um, closet and they still have tags on their clothes. 
because they just bought it and they go, well, I thought I would wear it, but I really didn't have anything to wear it with. And the thing is, it's like, once you know what to buy and the colors to wear, then you're saving yourself money because you are not buying all these things that you like, but they're not going to look good on you. and You're never going to wear them anyways. They're just going to sit in your closet. So this really is a process about saving you money in the long run, not necessarily spending a lot more. Yeah, and and I- it's an investment, you know, it's an investment in yourself. You know, how, how much money have you spent on doing a seminar? How much money have you spent going to the doctors? You know, this is an investment in you so that you shine when you meet people. You know, speaking about shining when you meet people and kind of staying on this, you know, budget friendly track with your with your wardrobe, you don't necessarily have to be wearing uh, like high end designer clothing, right? Like, oh, you know, you, you see a lot of people who put onus on like, oh, I love the Gucci shoes or this type of purse or, you know, this type of whatever. It, it, does it really matter what brand your clothing is? versus what that looks like on you or or do do people really look at the brand and make judgments on that as well well i do think that there are certain people that will judge you on the brand that you wear but personally i mean i'm not necessarily a gucci person but i like nice quality things and you can get tons of that without having to spend you know, a fortune on the top of the line suits or shirts or dresses. And the truth is, I mean, you can go to some really great consignment stores for both men and women and get some designer things that are a lot less expensive if that's the way that you want to go. But I think you can look really fantastic and you don't have to wear the, the most expensive clothing. But there are certain types of people that will want that kind of clothing. And then there's other people that just, you know, it doesn't matter to them. There's different levels of refinement in in clothing as well as people. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Danielle, I want to thank you for for being on the Finding Your Frequency show today. But I want to know uh, for you, as you as you look at your journey of finding your frequency and and in the in the space with color and style and image and all that, what what's next for you? Like, where do you see this career path and, and this uh, this stuff going for you in the next, let's say, five or 10 years? Well, there's there's around 15 years ago, I met this woman that. Um, created an assessment that is amazing. It's very, very authentic. And I actually use it in my um, programs with people. But it it gives me so much information about the person. And I love this assessment so much that I, I want to incorporate it at a deeper level in the services that I offer to my clients. And it gives you permission to be who you are without having to feel like you've got to be somebody else because somebody thinks that you should be. And that I love. And so I've been slowly, you know, deepening that work within my, within the image part of it, because I really feel how you feel on the inside is a, is a reflection on how you feel on the outside. And when you 
merge the two of them. It just is, there's nothing like it. And there's nobody out there that does this the way that I can do it because they haven't been trained in this particular assessment. Yeah, I think that's something that's common with a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm digging way back here. I remember taking a college class. Um, it was like about interpersonal communication. And one of the things that stuck with me over a long period of time was that there's this, you know, this this idea of, okay, this is how I perceive myself. This is how other people perceive me. And this is how I think other people perceive me. And I think a lot of times the way that you dress can kind of uh, construe some of those uh, types of ideas on how you think other people perceive you. But if you feel good about yourself, then you're not necessarily so much worried about what other people, how you think other people perceive you. Because if you perceive yourself as being calm, collected, comfortable, fashionable, uh, and, and, you know, and you, and you figure out what your color and style niche is then um the 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 component of how do i think other people think of me is kind of not as necessary right right and the thing is it's like we you're not going to please everybody when you're doing business or meeting somebody for the first time you're you're not going to resonate with everybody and they're not going to resonate with you so why put yourself in a position where you're trying to fit into something or someone that you're not. Why not just be yourself, your true authentic self? And then the people that you're supposed to do business with and the people that resonate towards you are the people that you're supposed to work with. I mean, isn't that, I mean, to me, that makes more sense than trying to go out there and do business with everybody because you're, you're not going to be able to do that. And that's why they say, you know, what's your niche market or whatever. But even even in your niche market, so to speak, it doesn't mean that you're going to work with everybody in that particular arena because they're not going to necessarily connect with you because your point of view may be different. Yeah, no, and that's a really good point. And I, I love that you, you, you said to being your authentic self because I think a lot of times people try to step outside of their comfort zone and they're not being authentic. And that shows, um, you know, in conversations and presentation and all of those. And uh, I think if there's, you know, one takeaway outside of the, you know, color and style stuff that we talked about, being your authentic self is probably one of the most important things anyone can do and in business and in life in general. Exactly. And that's the piece for me that I've always, like when I found this assessment, that was the piece that was missing for me all those years, because I knew that the color and style part was important, but there's so much about how we feel about ourselves that needs to be addressed. Because if you don't feel good about yourself, you're just kind of layering I mean, yes, okay, so you'll have that one little piece. And this is just for, this is for men and women. It's not just for women. And it, you know, there's there's so many people that want more confidence or, you know, want that to be self-assured and all of it. But when you don't have the whole package together in that way, then, then you're not going to be at that 100% authenticity of yourself. 
Well, well said, Danielle. Thank you very much for being on Finding Your Frequency. What, yeah. uh, where, where do people find you? Number one, if they want, if they want to find you, what's your website? And then um, you said you just had a book that you just finished. Um, when that comes out, where do people, where do people get your books? They can, um, if they go to my website, which is um, DanielleFerman dot um, that there will be a link on it for for that right now I do have a link for my other book which um, but this is with um, it's called the pivot point system five keys to transform your career health and wealth and so it's really exciting where it's coming out really soon we're, awesome. we're at the final stages so it will be on my website. My other ebook is on my website right now. It's called "Is Color Sabotaging You or Supporting You," and you can download it for free. Oh, that's awesome. You guys that are out there listening, I want to remind you of Danielle's mission. It's helping you to feel and look confident, comfortable, and make a lasting first impression. I know from my own experience that it's super important to feel good when you go to those meetings and the better you feel, the better you look, you can make a greater impact, get some promotions, close sales, receive better jobs and find new relationships at those networking events. I want to thank Daniel Furman for being on uh, uh, the radio show today, Finding Your Frequency. Go check out her website, www.daniellefurman.com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-F-U-H-R-M-A-N.com. And, uh, Go check out all the different things that she's doing. Danielle, thank you for being on Finding Your Frequency. Oh, thank you so much. This was really fun. I love sharing information and it's always just a joy to to support people. Well, that's wonderful. If you guys are listening on your favorite pod catching service, whether it be Apple, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, or the myriad of other places that we are, please make sure that you like Finding Your Frequency. Give us a five-star review because five stars are way better than four, and we like those. You can also send us an email at info at voiceamerica.com if you have some specific topics that you'd like to talk about uh, around business, health and wellness, relationships, uh, parenting, any of those types of things because Finding Your Frequency isn't just about finding your frequency in business. It's about finding your frequency in life. Danielle, thank you so much for being on Find Your Frequency today. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to voiceamerica.com, the leader in live internet talk radio. And we got more fantastic content coming to you right here from Finding Your Frequency.